0: Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick.
1: Did you notice in the last episode I lined up our clap to the beat in the music? Did you no. listen to that?
0: That's amazing.
1: I should do it again because then they'll hear all of this crap.
0: <laughs> oh, it's very impressive. You should always do that. <laughs> I think it just it flowed so well that I didn't even notice. That means you did a good job.
1: Yeah. Didn't even notice. It's in there, though. Proud. How you doing, Andy?
0: I am great, Patrick. How are you doing?
1: Fantastic, man. Nice. Fantastic. That's great to hear, man. Um, I have a question for you, Andy. Okay. Uh, where do you fall on licorice?
0: Uh, licorice is great.
1: You like licorice? Okay, I love so, licorice. So now we got that question out of the way. <laughs> red licorice and black licorice. Yay nay.
0: You mean like together? Or like both? No, of them? not together. Like, like yeah, what do what's, I your, like... what's your take on them? Yeah, they're I think they're great. Um, black licorice has like an acquired taste. Um, but I th- definitely think there's a time and place for it. Like if if I'm offered black licorice, I will take it. Yeah. I like it.
1: Do you go red licorice too?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely the most, mostly a fan of Twizzlers. Um, mm-hmm. Love the Twizzlers. I very much love the Twizzlers pull and peel. You know, those, yeah, those that kind of pull apart and those are just wonderful. Um, you know, brings back fond memories of going to like, you know, drive in movies. I'd buy like a whole pack of those and just down the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you can't go wrong.
1: Did you ever buy the big rope ones? They were like a solid piece of licorice and they were like four feet long. did you ever buy those? <laughs> no <laughs> uh, they had those at our pool growing up mm the city pool so I always remember getting one of those you go swim for a while and then you get you get one of those big rope licorices to eat on the way home.
0: Are you talking about like those like like those just really thick like cylinder ones that are just like really I don't know if those are red vines or not.
1: I don't know who makes them. But they're, yeah, they're like, they're like as big as this, like, like a highlighter, right? They're yeah. like huge. And they're just long, and they're like a solid piece. They don't, they don't twist or anything.
0: Yeah, you have to like, yeah, you have to break it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had that stuff. That's good. Licorice is great.
1: And I'm, I'm with you. I'm a Twizzler guy. Uh, red vines seem stale to me.
0: Yeah, they're okay. Like, I'll eat them, but I, I don't ever buy them. I always reach yeah. for the Twizzlers instead.
1: All right, that's I and, just. That burning question was on my mind. Yeah,
0: that's something you got to know about about your your <laughs> podcast host, right?
1: Your your co-host. I'm surprised it hasn't come up in the three years we've been doing this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, it could have. I mean, we're old men now, so we could have forgotten already.
1: <laughs> we could have done it last episode. Yeah. And uh, if that's the case, we apologize to our <laughs> listeners.
0: How many episodes <laughs> have we had, Patrick? That are the exact same episodes. <laughs>
1: We have this is so this is episode 74. Uh-huh. I would say a good 30 35% of them are probably exactly the same.
0: Yeah, it just repeats.
1: I'd really like to go back and listen to see if our takes are different though, you know. Like yeah. it's like the same topic, but it's like <laughs> we say totally different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, we we do get um, some of the same topics over and over too. Like we Yeah,
1: cuz they're they're important
0: they're important topics so like we've had we have some i'm looking at our list of topics and our our you know topic generator here patrick and i see some that we've done before but yeah we we could have a very different take
1: well we evolve right we do as as species we evolve and so that's okay
0: yeah as designers especially right patrick
1: yeah that's all we do
0: we just see something and we want to make it better right?
1: We want to make it better. We want to improve it. Yeah. Throw away the old, bring in the new reinvent that's, the wheel. That's what we do. That's
0: why, that's why we make the big bucks.
1: <laughs> what if we made the wheel like a little bit fatter? Would it be faster? <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's try it.
0: And then it's been like so long. Have we tested a square wheel? Like I, I don't even think I've seen any, any medium <laughs> yeah. post on square wheels. We should on try designing wheels. and testing one of those. <laughs>
1: Or like uh, like oblong shaped wheels. Yeah. <laughs> like egg shaped.
0: You never. I know. don't know.
1: Square wheels, triangle wheels. Triangle wheels seem like they'd be more efficient because they only have three sides.
0: Yeah, that's true, and you know they'd be really sturdy. <laughs> Triangles are, you know, some of the most uh, strongest shapes out there, yeah. Patrick, in nature. So but it's. It's true. You're not the wheels have any would
1: be like the car would be a little bit slower because they'd have to go over each point and that would take a lot of inertia yeah that's what it's called but right inertia we, we
0: could like maybe redesign the roads so like you know they have little like angles inside of like the thing so oh, the, yes. the the triangle goes into the angle if you can kind of imagine what i'm what i'm trying to describe and so then it like go lines in the road
1: quick. yeah like like there'd be pits in the road all over like across and they'd be yeah they'd be at a specific frequency so when you drive you know this is not a bad idea because that's one thing about snow driving right is if you're driving in the snow or wet conditions you hydroplane because the wheel is round it's bad you only have a certain amount of contact from the wheel to the road and when it's wet you hydroplane but if we did that where you carved grooves in the road and then you had triangle wheels Mm -hmm. you would never worry you you would never you, you would never hydroplane now we couldn't have multiple lane freeways or anything right
0: Would we need them, Patrick? I don't know. It would just make everything better if we all had triangle wheels. Just everything would be better. Accidents would go down. All that stuff.
1: Well, what if you put in cars, so instead of having lanes, right, where you pass people in a lane, like -hmm. if you're going slow and i got to get to work fast, right, I'm going to go around you. But instead of having lanes, what if the cars themselves had those same grooves in them on the top and the front? like from the back to the front. So if I'm behind you and you're going slow, I just dr- I just literally drive over the top of you.
0: This is perfect. Yeah, this is this This whole is entire th-
1: system is designed on the 8 pixel grid too, by the way. So you can't you can't make a mistake. Like there's exactly. no Once you're on the grid, you're in the grid. It doesn't change.
0: I love it. Yeah, that, that's that's how designers work. If anyone listening to this is wondering, oh, we, we take something, we make it better, and that thing makes we have to change something else to make to accommodate that change, and then something else to accommodate the next change.
1: Yeah, definition. Well, that's what happens right. when you think outside, right? Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens when you're innovative, right? You're like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Let's blow out the tradition of the wheel, and let's introduce a new shape, and let's figure it out. And then next thing you know, we got a totally different world. That's like, okay, this guy, uh, a guy used to work with developer. He's he's still like my favorite developer of all time, Bracken. Uh, if you're out there listening, Bracken, hi Bracken. He, cool, his UX question to me that he wanted us to ask in a in an interview, like our UX engineers, or mm-hmm. UX designers, in an interview, was. Um, if people had one eye on the back of their head, how would our world be different? <laughs> and this is exactly what you're talking about. If the wheel was triangles, our entire world would be different. Our yeah. freeway system would be different. Everything would be different, right? So the same thing with the eye in the back of your head. If you if, if humans had an eye in the back of your head, what about our world would be different?
0: Yeah, imagine sunglasses, man. How do you design sunglasses that, that accommodate that? That's yeah. really interesting.
1: Would you would you even need sunglasses? Because the world would be so drastically different. We just like wouldn't have sun.
0: <laughs> we wouldn't have sun. <laughs> like,
1: well, like instead of because you're thinking you're thinking about we have glasses now, right? But mm-hmm. if we had an eye in the back of our head and it was just bright all the time, what if a designer came up with like an awning over all of our cities, like a filtered oh, awning, like one giant sunglasses over every single of our cities? So like. We just wouldn't have to worry about wearing glasses.
0: I like this. Yeah, we solve a bigger problem here. Um, we we can't have no design idea. glasses that are good. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to design one big <laughs> glass.
1: <laughs> one giant sunglass to put over the entire city. All right. <laughs> that would work, right? <laughs>
0: that would work. It would it'd be really easy to do.
1: Or would we have? Would we all wear hats? Like, we just all had these big brimmed hats. And that's... That's like how we, that's how everybody function outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sunglasses I mean, would be difficult to, to do.
0: I don't know about the hat thing, because, you know, we already have, like, you know, for centuries we've had hats, but we're still getting, you know, damage in our eyes from the sun. You know, all those harmful mm-hmm. UV rays, and it's just too bright outside. Like, it if it's too bright, the hats don't work. Um, you won't have sun directly in your eyes, but it'll still be pretty bright, so... I don't know about that one but i think it was it was an okay suggestion patrick i'm just you know trying to critique your thoughts here
1: yeah yeah i agree hats can be kind of sweaty
0: they can be sweaty and they could also be not you know very attractive
1: <laughs> yeah but if some everybody's wearing for like some the people. style would be different you know uh, i don't know like we'd all wear those we'd all wear those hats that the like uh sherlock holmes wore with the two fold outs on the front and the back sure two build hats but then
0: one one jerk would come out with like a new hat that looks different <laughs> and then everything would change right like the, it's like yeah. this. that's what hat works with fashion right somebody figures out something new and then oh I like this it's not comfortable it's not good for me you know but I, I like it so I'm gonna <laughs> wear this other hat
1: yeah yeah Conway would co- or, or Conway Kanye would come out with like a giant <laughs> hat to wear <laughs> yeah that you couldn't even see out of but i like that question because i think i asked that question in one interview once and uh the answer i got was well cars wouldn't have rearview mirrors and i thought what a dumbass! cars would the cars probably wouldn't even exist man like what are you trying (laughs) like if humans if humans had an eye in the back of their head think before cars think before we rode freaking horses think before any kind of transportation like we may we may have a totally different version of everything. We may be flying around in UFOs for all we know. Freaking rear view mirrors. That's when I knew that guy was uh, a UI. A UI designer <laughs> and not a UX designer, Andy.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's not okay to have bad ideas, Patrick.
1: Come no, because he was like, he didn't think about the problem. See, yeah. Andy?
0: Well, I mean, you, you do have a great point I, because. We, we see things, you know, let's keep going down this road, eye behind your head, eye in the back of your head. We have eyes in the front of our head, so we think that is, you know, moving forward. We travel in that direction, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if we have eyes on, you know, the front and the back of our head, you know, what, what does travel look like?
1: Yes. We may not, we may have not even, because the evolution of travel was like walking, you know, crawling, walking, riding a horse uh riding a car you know driving a car we may even got to the horse part we may have invented something completely different we may have just we may all be even crawling for all we know like we don't know yeah you know like why would we because if you if you're that mobile and you can just walk backwards just fine because you have an eye in the back of your head like horse doesn't make much sense unless the horse has an eye in the back of its head or in its butt, because you'd be sitting on its back, <laughs> you'd be away. <laughs> I don't know, horses have eyes on the side of their heads. They can probably see behind them, right? Yeah, maybe. They're like geckos where their eyes pop out and move around. <laughs> anyway, think think about that, Andy, and then the next time you ask answer that question and you say rearview mirrors, you're not getting the job next time. <laughs>
0: It crossed my mind when you first said it. I'll be
1: honest. <laughs> what's our uh what's our real topic? Although that's an interesting topic, but what's the real one that was submitted by one of our glorious listeners? It's either gonna be Ben Fam <laughs> let me guess. Ben, Fam, Matt Bourne, possibly Michael Nelson.
0: Oh, well, let's let's find out. <laughs> Going to randomly generate our topic here, <laughs> um, and it looks like um, you were right, Patrick. You did kind of a shotgun guess there, <laughs> but you were right. Um, today's topic comes from um, our newly promoted executive producer, Matt Bourne. Yes. Um, I, do you New think EP. Matt's? you think Matt has like changed his his LinkedIn um, status title? As um, you think know design so. much, executive producer. I hope he has because yeah,
1: yeah, um,
0: we're paying him for it, right? Uh
1: huh. We're paying so, him as a content anyway. advisor.
0: Yeah. So it's a proud it's a proud position to have. So I uh, hope he, he likes licorice. Be, yeah, exactly. Paying him in uh licorice pull and peels. Um, so, Patrick, today, Matt Matt Bourne, he wants to know, um, he says, what should you do if the design work you do never
1: gets built? Oh, man.
0: It's Is pretty, there something uh,
1: you can do?
0: <laughs> oh, there's something you can do. Um, like, I what's imagine, like Patrick.
1: The... <clears throat> you know what I've done in the past? I'll tell what you exactly what I've done. I've gotten angry and I've screamed and I've cried and I've thrown hissy fits and I've, I've told people that we already had designs for that. And I made people feel bad about that. That's what (laughs) I used to do.
0: (laughs) Well, I think, (laughs) I think, I think we, a company, um, a team can come into this, this problem in a, a number of different ways. um, so what, what i can imagine here is um you 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 know take the time you you get like this as a designer you get this vision you know or this project that you need to work on right you you go off um hopefully you're involving people in this work um and you do this work and you come out with a solution a design that you know that's your output as a designer and then then whoever gave you the project or the vision in the first place comes to you and says well um, this is really great Um, but we're shifting priorities, you know, the company needs to go in this direction instead. Um, so I think that's, that's one way this is not getting built so that they might say like, I'm going to put this on the back burner for right now. Um, and we'll, we'll come back to this. Or another one is, um, maybe you build, like you are way ahead, uh, you know, of your engineers in terms of the work you're doing and, and, uh, it just takes them forever to catch up to the work, you know, this work, and it just never, <laughs> it just never comes about. And again, that might be another one about priorities, but, um, yeah, w- w- what do you do in those situations where, um, maybe a priority is shifted and I don't know if you've had a different experience, Patrick, where, um, your designs aren't getting built for a different reason. That's mainly been my, um, my issue is priorities have shifted. Um, have you experienced anything else in terms of how this can come about?
1: Um, the only other experience I can think of is you've designed something and then it's built. It's not built how it's designed. Oh, gotcha. Right. Yeah. It, it morphs so much in development for some reason that now it doesn't even it doesn't even resemble what you did. Or or the developers were just like, eh, never mind. I'm gonna, we're gonna do this, and they just kind of. But I, I think that speaks more to like to, to your to your point. There's the priority shift there's the you being too far ahead and then there's the developers build something else. Mm-hmm. The development team built something else. All three of those are organizational problems, right? Yeah. Um, you know, n- shifting priorities, I think happens. We've talked about that before in the past. I think, I think you're going to have some design loss to that and just in general, and you'll have to accept that. And I think part of accepting that is understanding your role as a designer is to, is to, uh, you know, be in the lab and experiment and a lot of your experiments are going to be, um, less fruitful than others. Right. Like, and so I think, I think in that case, like in the priority case, I I think bare minimum in, in all of those, in all of those cases, bare minimum personally as a designer, um, you've grown as a designer, right. And you need to recognize that you've grown and you've learned and you've done something even if it's never, even if it never really saw the light of day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would treat, I would treat any of those situations priority shift, too far ahead, or developer build something else. I would treat any all three of those as an iteration, right? Well, that was an iteration. didn't It didn't. It didn't surface, but that's okay. Like treat yeah. it just like you would any other iteration, where you try something and you're and you don't like it. You're like, I ah, to try some, ah, this, this sucks. This experiment didn't work. I'm going to try something else. Treat it as one of those. Like, I don't think it's something you don't, I don't think it's something you prevent from getting in a portfolio or anything like that. I think it's just, um, you know, it's an iteration. It's something you worked on and you grew from and you learned the other three, in my mind are all the three reasons though. I think are all organizational mm-hmm. in my mind.
0: and sometimes, sometimes you cannot control that. Um, sometimes you can, I think, one that you mentioned um, that I thought was interesting is like maybe the developers built something that um, like completely different from your design. Um, So they just like, you know, took your concept and maybe just went off (laughs) and built something else. I think that one, um, that one. So if, if you come to a situation where you design something, the output in terms of what was built by developers is completely different. I think you should take the time to look back and see why or where that happened in the process. Because it's better if you are involved in the development process, in the testing of that development process, so we can make sure that it is, you know, they're building the solution that, that was, you know, tested and, and vetted with users. Um, so I think that one you can control a little bit more as a designer. Um mm-hmm. So you can maybe say like you know next time we do a, a, a something let's you know I would like to be involved in that process of of testing that and and maybe yet yeah, checking and seeing how things change along the way if developers are making you know new decisions when they're you know creating you know your your solution. Um, A lot of really good ones will turn to you and ask about ask you about those solutions, especially if they've involved like um, a front end, Um, you know, if they change the experience in some way, um, some might not do that. And so if you actually take the time to test the work before it's actually sent out to your users, um, you can see the changes and you know, the differences there and talk to them about that. So you definitely want to try to get involved in that so you can actually be part of that to make sure that it is the you know, the right solution for users. And the solution they come up with could even be better um, that you created um, in terms of the design. So um, definitely be part of that design process. But yeah, as to what you were saying, Patrick, the other things where um, they're more organizational, like priorities are changing, you can't always control that. The company needs to stay afloat. The company needs to make money. And sometimes it needs to change what it's doing to make that money. And your projects are going to get lost on the wayside because of that. And I really like what you're saying. Um, um, you should be okay with it and know that it's normal, and treat it, um, and treat it like it's a, a, basically just an iteration of that design. Um, so, Patrick, are you trying to say that the way you have handled um, this, your stuff not being built before, um, isn't the right way to do it? Where you've <laughs> thrown fits and yelled and, and screamed and stomped your feet?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the right way to do it.
0: Well, why not patrick
1: because <laughs> um people people don't uh, i don't know if you know the Eddie but people don't like to work with people like that they don't generally okay. no okay good call so that's not that's not very successful i think if you i think if you feel you know again like this goes back we've talked about this a million times you know don't get married to do your designs right like mm-hmm um be humble about it don't get married to them i think if you're not married to them you're not that's not going to happen to you right yeah you're not going to take it personally it's it's not going to be a personal shot you know like if you like like well recent example right we had layoffs at canopy we had a whole team working on a whole entire project for 3 months um you know and then we had the layoff and so the priorities completely shifted right so that team that was that was like their work was stopped right because mm-hmm. there's no there, there's nobody there anymore to do that work um so like but a year later we're looking into those designs now um and we're reprior we've reprioritized those projects so now we're looking into those designs more and we're reusing some of the designs that we have i mean we're modernizing them for you know the year that we've spent working on the product that might be different but the core research the core idea the core Uh, user experience we want to achieve is still there and it's still in those designs. So we're still going to use them. Um, Yeah. So I think, you know, in a lot of, in a lot of cases, it's not, it's definitely not a personal thing. Um, I think it can feel like a personal thing, especially if a developer just doesn't build what you designed. You know, I think that feels personal, but I don't necessarily think that's personal. I think it's, I think, again, I think it's like an organizational thing. It's you're not paying attention. They're not paying attention or even, You know, you don't have access to the development team. They're in, you know, you know, Dubai or something. You have no idea who's actually going to be building your stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they might be in the building, but they're, you don't know who they are, you know? So like organizationally, I think it can create those, it can create more situations where designs aren't used organizationally. Um, But yeah, there's, there's no reason to like treat it as like, you know, somebody like killed your kid. anything you know like it's still good design you still learn from it you still grew from it and you know maybe the company will use it in the future maybe maybe it'll get pushed you know maybe it'll get it'll get paused right now and then in six months we'll spin it back up and you might have to you know dust off the designs a little bit and figure out like you know what to do next but don't ever delete them you know don't don't get mad and delete them and throw a hissy fit and say I told you so and like, you know, but I I think a lot of times you, you can evangelize, like depending on certain situations, like the situation we talked about where maybe you're too far ahead of engineering, like that's, that's something that, that's something that you can prevent, you know, you can, you can say, Hey, I don't want to get too far ahead of design here. Like, or, or development here, because if I do, then by the time we get back to it, it's, I have to redesign it. Right. Or I have to do something else. Yeah. You know, those are, those are your calls. Um, sometimes in a priority meeting too, like if it's just a matter of, if it's not like a layoff situation, but there's a situation where it's like, Hey, maybe we should do, you know, we were working on this, but maybe we should do this instead. You know, like you can, you can chime up and say, I think it's very important that we do this right now because, of this 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 right like it's you know is it a building block to the next thing is it you know something there's lots of reasons to build something before something else Mm -hmm. um and so as a ux designer you shouldn't you shouldn't just be quiet and be like oh okay whatever like i think you should speak up and and say your piece but i don't think it you know should be in a in a respectful manner i would hope right 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 mr andy
0: I guess. I just, I really liked your, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> we've all,
1: we've all done that, right? We've
0: all done that, yeah. <laughs> you just like silently, you just get mad and um, go off alone, brooding, yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help you. No. We, we do it and it's, it's okay. It's like, it's like understanding, it's like, Andy, it's like understanding anger. Like we have anger and it comes out sometimes and that's just fine. Yeah. But, but like you shouldn't, you shouldn't actively search to have that anger come out all the time. Right. Yeah, man. Like channel it, channel it to some channel, that energy into something more productive. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I I would have to agree with that. <laughs> awesome. So I, I like what we're saying here kind of as an overall sum. like you're kind of want to, if you come into this this problem, you're gonna to want to look and understand why um, why this is happening to you, and then from there, I think it's important to know if this is something you can or cannot control. Um, if you can't control it, be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just keep collecting your paycheck paycheck and keep you know doing you know do do the next solution that the company does need for you, right? Um, yeah. And if you can't two, control it. Two words of wisdom oh, from
1: your favorite movie, Frozen. Two words of wisdom from your favorite movie, seri- movie series, Frozen. The first one, season, uh, season one. First episode one. Show one. Movie one. Just let it go, man. Like, it's okay to let it go, right? Yeah. And then second, to move forward, just do the next right thing. Right, Andy?
0: Nice. That's great. <laughs>
1: If designers could just be more like Elsa. <laughs> well, Elsa didn't say do the next right thing. I don't know who said that. That's that that's the... Anna that
0: said that. Yeah. Was that Anna that said no, so, that? Yeah. That was Anna singing she was singing so right after, you know, she finds out about Elsa and uh, her little snowman buddy melts away, then oh, yeah. she's she's she starts singing that song.
1: Yeah, just do that. But somebody crap. else told her that, right? Yes. Was it her dad? Her mom? Somebody. No, it was the,
0: the, the troll the thing. The moose? The troll? It was the troll. Yeah, <laughs> the, the rock trolls
1: or whatever they are. Oh yeah. The wise um, trolls.
0: I I love that. Okay, so Patrick, this is, this is so freaking perfect. <laughs> is this so is this if, a medium if, article? <laughs> this is so good. If, if, if you have to let it go, just take off your glove and throw it into the wind just like Elsa did. In yep. season one, episode one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> season one, episode one.
0: <laughs> um, in season two, um, what what Anna did, I thought was great. She took some time to grieve her losses, right? Like she mm-hmm. she said she said goodbye to her her love her her loved ones, which you know you as a designer can don't don't delete your designs, as you said. <laughs> Just like tuck them away, put them put them someplace like in your heart, right? So you can l- use them later. Mm-hmm. Take some time to grieve, but then do the next right thing. I love that so much.
1: And what happened, Andy, at the end of season two? <laughs> <laughs> the design. The, if, the if Olaf. Came if back. Olaf is yes, if Olaf is your if Olaf is your design, it came back, and yes. it came back better because. Because obviously, as everybody knows, water has memory, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So do designers.
0: <laughs> so do designers, especially ones that use you know systems like Dropbox um, or yeah. Abstract, right, Patrick? That is your mm-hmm. that's your water in this scenario. It all adds up, yeah. man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everything ties back to uh, <laughs> Frozen, some level. <laughs> It sure does. Man, I think yeah, I think we got to end it on that. we got to end yeah. this episode on that one. <laughs> and uh, I know what the, uh, the album cover is going to be this time. It's got to be Olaf, have... right?
0: Yeah. Have we done Olaf before? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think we have. Hopefully not.
1: I don't think so. I think we we did a Frozen one before, oh, okay. I think. I can't remember. I don't have I don't have a memory.
0: I think the episode cover was like just water. like a snowflake, though, Patrick. <laughs> was so it? I think we're good. I don't know oh, if we've yeah, done any. Oh yeah, because
1: we were worried about um, Disney coming after us, yeah. to take all of our money, sue us. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful about that.
0: I don't know. It's kind of like a rite of passage to get a, a cease and desist from Disney. It means you're you mean something. So we should yeah. try our best to get that.
1: I'm going to put Olaf on the cover and then I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to use Disney font instead of our font. (laughs) We'll see how long it takes. And then if they never come after us, then we know we haven't. (laughs) 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 Oh, speaking of that, are you, uh, this, this episode will be out. Did this episode will be out by the time the thing I'm going to say is (laughs) will happen. Um, did you watch Hamilton on Disney Plus on July third? I did not. You did not. No. Okay, I'm gonna make a suggestion. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you jump in your time machine <laughs> and catch Hamilton on Disney Plus on July third.
0: I I don't know, man. I don't really uh, see the appeal personally. Man. Sell, you sell don't me know on until Hamilton. You've tried right? Why Why should I watch? it? I've to? never
1: seen it either. I that so I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it's all about.
0: I know, I know Danon. Or I saw I what know. it's all we, we about. We should we should get Danon on the horn. He'll sell me on Hamilton, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's right behind me. Hey Danon, how's it going? Oh hi oh, guys. Oh Dan- <laughs> uh, yes, Hamilton. Hamilton is the best. Truly, truly, truly. I'm glad you all watched <laughs> it on July third.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, if Danon says so, Danon, thank you for that, that sage advice. I'm going to have to do it.
1: Yes. Good question, Andy. That's a good question. <laughs> Bye, Danon. <laughs> he gave me a high five. That was good. That was. <clears throat> and if you if you like that interview with Danon, uh, go back to episode. what <laughs> episode was that. Was that like our second
0: episode? I don't know. It was like really early.
1: Three. He talked about Framer. Remember?
0: Yeah. Good episode. And um, in that episode, I remember he he dropped the mic. So there's in the in somewhere in the middle of that episode, there's like a big (laughs)
1: ping. Yeah. That that we kept in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so go back and listen to that. That, that was episode. back when
1: we tried to care about being professional. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Andy. All right, Patrick. I, I hope I hope our executive producer Matt Bourne, is um, again satisfied with our conversation that we had about his topic. Hopefully.
0: If not, if not, he might just fire us. Since he is, mm-hmm. we gave him executive producer rights, so.
1: He's the EP, yeah. Yeah, we're in trouble.
0: Episode four. I mean, four. he can
1: fire us, we'll just keep doing it. Doesn't, I mean.
0: That's true. We could start our own design much, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll start our own design much podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> Damn the man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't own the rights to the logo. <laughs>
0: so go watch hamilton and then uh maybe before that go no, listen you've... to episode episode zero zero four uh featuring Dan and clark the one and only
1: yep zero zero four Dan and clark and then glad you enjoyed hamilton last week yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll see you in uh What's the name of the frozen town? Avalon.
0: Um. Oh my gosh.
1: I'll see you on the main gonna... streets of. Uh...
0: Arendelle.
1: Arendelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you on the main streets of Arendelle later. <laughs> All right. Man. See you. Man. <laughs> Want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do because you made it to the end of this episode. That is, share it. Share it with a coworker, share with a family member, share with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast, though go buy a t shirt over at designmunch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then, lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics. Use hashtag DesignMuchTopics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org or just go to designmuchorg contact and fill out the form.